Good morning, everyone. With me is Gold Belt President and CEO, McHugh Pierre. Now, I hope you've been able to take advantage of all these opportunities to get some herring eggs as of late. Oh, yeah. You know, Gold Belt's been working with Gold Belt Heritage, and, and we've been um, really trying to get as much herring eggs out to our our community as possible. In fact, um, one fisherman had a larger catch, about double the catch than we expected. So we bought all the product from him, shipped it down to the Seattle area for shareholders, shipped it up to Anchorage. It was pretty exciting and uh, made Easter weekend pretty special. So the money stayed in Alaska too. That's right. Absolutely. Very nice. Well, first things first, tell us about what brought the corporation into the gondola process the city has undertaken. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. So, you know, we've been looking at ways to engage the visitor industry with the uphill activity. Um, you know, obviously we have a, a big presence on Mount Roberts with the Gold Belt Tram, and that's developed over the years, and it's become uh, more of a heritage-type development where we want to focus on traditional Clinket heritage in the area and display that and allow people who choose to make culture or career an outlet for them to really flourish and grow uh, and support their families. Um, so when, when Eagle Crest started talking about building a summertime operation, and this was probably five years ago when Dave Scanlon, the GM, first approached me, and, and he said, you know, we want to do something like this. We weren't really sure how things would work out and if the numbers would fit. Um, and we still don't know. This is very early in the process. But with a gondola uh, purchased at about $2 million with shipping, we think that's a very reasonable way to get into the adventure side of the uphill um, business and something that we can work to support and we can help cater the full spectrum of visitor opportunities to Juno. And if we're involved, we see it as, as reducing the amount of competition. So we know what we offer at Gold Belt Tram and that's a, um, a cultural, um, accessible opportunity for many people. And then being involved with Eagle Crest will be more of an action, more of a, um, you know, adventure type park for people. And so they can be together as a package or they can be sold individually. And, and oh. we look forward to working that out. And so you're seeing it not as a possible competitor. You're seeing it as two totally separate entities as a tram with gold belt and a gondola with Eagle Crest. Absolutely. And we see it as a way for us to help provide an opportunity to let Eagle Crest be profitable. We know that Eagle Crest loses money and it's a point of contention every year with the city assembly and frankly with taxpayers. So if we can engage there and help um, Eagle Crest be profitable, then that's one less burden the city has. And we think everybody can win and our community can be more healthy as a result. Mm. And the latest we've heard was the assembly authorizing the city mayor to engage, or the city manager to engage in negotiations with you all. What's the status of those negotiations, would you say? So we, we just started talking. And the way it's going to work is I'm talking with the city manager and, and the GM of Eagle Crest. And we have a number of boards that have to approve this. So the Gold Belt Board has to approve it. And we'll go through the appropriate process there. The Eagle Crest Board has to approve it. And the city assembly has to approve it. So we're at the very, very beginning. Um, there isn't anything... Um, concrete to discuss or share, but we just started talking and we're excited to put something together to make it work. And as we discussed, we you have a lift of your own with Mount Roberts, and you, we've talked about before that the tram was impacted by the lack of a season. What are your expectations now going into this season? Well, we're really excited to have a profitable year. You know, it's it makes a big difference to 
um, our, our business interests and also the community just to see the tram running and to have visitors going up and down the mountain, to have uh, people congregating downtown and moving about and spending money in other local businesses. So we're really excited for it and we're hiring people. We're still hiring people. So if anybody needs work, uh, come knock on our door. We'd love to have you. And, and we're excited. We're open today. And um, the ships are going to be running nonstop until the end of September. So come on by and we'd love to have you. And so it sounds like Gold Belt's not a stranger to the problem we've been hearing of. Can, is there enough people to fill these tourism jobs? How much has that impacted Gold Belt, would you say, or at least the tram operations? Well, thankfully, we've, we have a group of people, particularly shareholders, who live in Juneau, want to work for us, enjoy what they do, and, and we can hire them back and we can count on them year after year. And so we're really excited to um, have them fully employed. We've been able to help them out a little bit during the pandemic with some of the Triple P money and some other um, aspects there um, through that through that uh, government response. Um, but now with, with full employment opportunities, um, we still are having a tough time hiring because you know, it's just there's, there's less people coming into Juno to work. So uh, we've been trying to do our best to, to make wages competitive and really allow people to have all of their opportunities in front of them and hopefully continue to choose Gold Belt as their preferred employer. And What's your vision with the tram? Do you foresee any improvements or expansions in the future? Absolutely. You know, it's something that we've been talking about for a couple of years. The Gold Belt Board has has really um, made it a priority to modernize the experience at the tram. You know, the tram turned 25 during the pandemic, and we put about $2 million into the lower terminal there to modernize that and make it more accessible for people and, and a better experience. So now when you go through, you can see chunks of cable that are actually used to drive the tram and guide the tram. And you can see some old pictures from um, some of the construction days. So you can touch that and feel that and learn some of the facts. And we see something similar happening on the mountain house with a designated entrance point, a designated exit point, um, a new experience that is um, really uh, reflective of what the modern visitor wants to see. We're a world-class location, and there's no reason why Gold Belt can't lead in that world-class experience through modernizing the tram. And might there be other ventures in the tourism sector the corporation is considering? You know, Kevin, yeah, there's, there's some stuff that we're looking at, and, and we're looking at it in a couple of different ways. Services is an option and something that we are interested in, but we're more more focused on the infrastructure. If we can take on some bigger, long-lasting pieces that also allow other businesses to flourish underneath that, those are some of the areas we want to pursue. That's why the opportunity to build some infrastructure at Eagle Crest really piqued our interest. Um, bigger projects, you know, we're, we're a large business. We did $500 million in revenue last year. So the we're, infrastructure of Juno is what you're talking about. Absolutely. The, the, the tourism infrastructure. Yeah, infrastructure around tourism. So, And if it's improved, that may mean benef benefits for your operations. It, it's, it's long-term, bigger projects that provide um, more um, profits for shareholders so we can provide more benefits to shareholders. But it's also an opportunity for us to allow a platform for shareholders to pursue businesses themselves. So if someone does want to make culture a career and Gold Belt can be an outlet to encourage that and facilitate that, we want to make that happen. So Sea Alaska shareholders will be voting on whether to 
move away from the blood quantum requirement for descendant shareholders. How consequential do you think this decision will be? You know, I, well, so the, an- the short answer to that is I'm not sure, and I'm sorry I can't give you something definitive, um, but it's something that, that we're watching at Gold Belt because there's so many ways right now that, that all of the Alaska Native corporations are working to try to keep the corporations relevant to young shareholders. And you see up north different uh, corporations creating different classes of stock. And it's something that uh, the Gold Belt Board is discussing, and, and we share it in different meetings about, you know, what are some good ideas to make sure that the corporation remains relevant and encourages people to participate? You know, why is Gold Belt special? It's not special because it's a business. It's special because of the people that make it, what it stands for, and the vision and the hope for the future that it can help provide. But it's all about the people. So um, I hope for Sea Alaska and for the shareholders' sake that whatever happens allows people to be engaged and feel connected and really invest in the region because if we have a strong region we have a strong people and we'll only get better from that foundation and they have a descendant shareholder stock is that something you think gold belt would ever consider or or is that just no that's a great question kevin because we've we've tried to figure out how do we reach out to descendants to get them involved right and the reason i think that some corporations chose to have a separate stock is because it's easy to collect information around that. If you enroll, I can, I can help reach out to you, send you information and let you be engaged. Gold Belt doesn't have that, but we do other things, you know, whether it's um, you know, different scholarship or, or benefit opportunities for local activities. And, and, and so we're trying to reach out to shareholders in a different way, those descendants, and, and prepare them to become shareholders and to be active and know that there's tons of opportunity with the corporation, not just from benefits, but from job opportunities as well. Well, we'll have more on that after the break. Stay tuned. And we're back with Gold Belt's McHugh Pierre. I understand Gold Belt has events coming up for shareholders. Tell us about that. Yeah, thanks a lot, Kevin. So. Um, you know, we're starting our election process uh, just like we do every spring. And um, on May 20th, we have our annual report and our proxy statement and our proxy cards going out to shareholders. And election um, voting will be live on mygoldbelt.com on May 20th as well. We plan on having a, um, a video conference where I kind of break down the annual report and go over all the information and, and do a question and answer with shareholders shortly after that May 20th timeframe, late May. Um, we'll put some uh, firm dates out on our social media. We'll record it as well and put it up on my gold belt so people can watch. And we're excited because July 9th is the annual meeting. So um, lots going on this summer with celebration and everything else. And, and we're really jazzed to um, continue in our, our normal traditions. Not to spoil the report, but what might shareholders expect in the annual report? What's well, your executive summary? Yeah, I mean, it's no secret, right? We had a record year. And, and we've been talking about it on Action Line, everywhere else, on, on all of our distribution material to shareholders and in the community. Um, our audited financials are just at $500 million in revenue. Our net income is about $30 million. So um, we had a tremendous year. And, and with that tremendous success came tremendous shareholder benefits. So we usually distribute about $3 million in benefits to shareholders every year. And this year we did $26 million, including the CARES Act money that we were able to get out very rapidly. So 
I mean, we're, we're super proud of what happened. And now our, the management team's been focused with the board to maintain this level of performance. So um, we know that we had some one-time sales that happened because of the pandemic. Now we're trying to replace that activity with reoccurring business so we can count on it and we can make 500 million in annual revenue a new norm. So it sounds like you were able to stave off the impacts of a limited cruise season last year. Absolutely. You know, we, we opened up the segment talking about the tram and hiring and, and how it was, uh, it was a loss. You know, we took two losses um, two years in a row at the tram, but all of our other businesses, because we are a diverse, um, you know, well-thought-out company, we've been able to overcome those losses and still have record net income and record benefit years for shareholders. And for those that may not know, I understand you do operate businesses down south. Could you give us some examples? Absolutely, yeah. We have 31 subsidiaries right now, and we have employees in almost every state, uh, every U.S. territory, and five or six foreign countries. And some of the stuff that we do is um, cybersecurity, uh, whether it's prevention or um, um, engagement and testing of systems to see what, you know, what systems can do to, to be improved. Um, we also have medical research positions where people work in labs and uh, all the way up from a bachelor's degree to, um, you know, PhD employees. Um, we do some really cool stuff uh, across all kinds of different interest areas. And we'd love to have people from Juno be able to pursue those things, too. So if anybody has any questions, please reach out to us at Gold Belt. Uh, talking about cybersecurity, I know in the past we've talked about the career program at Gold Belt. How vital would you say such skills are given the latest fears around cyber attacks? You know, they're, they're more important now than ever. And, and we see that on a daily basis. Our team internally, not just for our, our customer serving team, but our internal Gold Belt team is, is very busy making sure that we are protected, we're safe, and we're secure every day. Our systems are constantly under attack by um, bad actors. And um, it's really ramped up with the uh, activity happening across the globe. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're excited to help people learn. You can come in at Gold Belt and, and get that strong foundation, get your appropriate certification, and go on to have a very successful and meaningful career if that's something that interests you. Would you say it's pretty high demand right now? Very high demand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's interested can get a job. Wow. But I, I know that's not the only opportunity. You have internships as well. Tell us about that. Yeah, so, you know, we do have a deadline for internships, but it's um, unofficial, if you will. So if a, a shareholder descendant wants to be an intern and wants to explore the opportunities at Gold Belt, we want to have them. We have so many different ways that people can learn and grow, whether it's um, engaging in accounting or procurement or HR, or even like we were talking about with cybersecurity. And it doesn't stop there. Um, you know, pre-law students or current law students that need an internship can work with our legal team, our in-house legal team. Um, you know, we have a lot of really cool contract opportunities that um, are different from what you might see at a quote-unquote normal business. So. Uh, we really want people to think of Gold Belt as an opportunity to start their career, maybe grow in their career, and, and if they want to stay with us, great. But if we prepare them to be successful in the workplace and they leave, that's great too because we're empowering shareholders and their descendants. And what sets this internship program apart, would you say, from other internship programs? Well, we, you know, we really take care of people because we're a family. We're a family business, and, and our shareholders are family members. They're descendants. And so 
we want to make sure we take care of them. Not only do we give them an additional scholarship as a result of being a shareholder, we provide lodging, we provide transportation, and we provide cultural experiences and really a network to grow from and with. And it's something that will will stay with them forever. And what other opportunities are available right now at Gold Belt besides just the internship program? There's, there's a million opportunities, but we'd really love to have some CDL bus drivers and some deckhands, some boat captains. Uh, you know, we talked earlier in the year about how Gold Belt has been actively promoting a hub and spoke ferry system in Southeast with smaller vessels serving smaller communities, linking mm-hmm. up with the bigger car carrying AMHS vessels. And we've been successful in doing that. We did about six runs this winter and, and communities were very happy to see that um, regular, reliable transportation there. And as a result, we have more people, we have more positions that, that we need, and, and we're considering purchasing another vessel as well, whether it's built or we buy an existing one. But we know that there's a lot of opportunity, and, and we need people working in that facility, especially with Kensington Mine. So we, we serve Kensington Mine three to four times a day, and we need people to help work those runs too. So might there be a van- foundation here for another business venture, would you say? Oh, yeah. We're, we're really excited. We'd like to help move... Um, all kinds of people, services, and goods around Southeast and really augment what we have and and help build up the ferry system and and build up the economy in our region. And as for that new vessel, is that just in the works, a thought? How far would you say that is? You know, we we still haven't um, gotten the approval from the board yet. So we, Mm -hmm. we make sure that we run all these big business decisions through our board of directors. And it's something that they do have on the horizon is and how we can support a local business to build it. Last time we worked with Bayweld, which was a Homer company. We may work with Allen Marine this time, which is a Sitka company. And uh, Jamie Cagle, who's running Allen Marine, is a Gold Belt shareholder. So it's great to keep that business in the family. All right. Well, you have elections coming up and plenty of other events. You want to share that again one more time? Yeah, absolutely. So May 20th is when voting starts for our Gold Belt Board of Directors positions on mygoldbelt.com. The annual report, uh, proxy card and proxy statement will be put in the mail that day as well. So we're really excited to have people engaged, participate. Of course, you know, um, I'll I'll be having a a review of the annual report on a video um, engagement with shareholders. So uh, question and answer time and and opportunity just to uh, get the straight scoop from the guy uh, writing stuff and and making decisions for you on your behalf. Well, you hear here you're on action line. Is there anything you'd like to add? No, it's just such a pleasure to serve. I mean, we've we've had a difficult last two years and it's great to see business kind of uh, bounce back and we're really excited to host visitors this year and do more in-person work in the community. So thank you so much, Kevin. Well, thank you. And that is the program. Tomorrow, Senator Jesse Keel is joining us. For now, though, it's May 2nd. Come back next time on Action Line for the latest from Alaska's newsmakers.